just a couple dudes. Jacked. Frank Lewandowski. Eric Flattiger. God, that sounds sexy, doesn't it? God, it's so good. I can't on. beat it. Are you turned on? I'm, oh, yeah. Okay. I just um, sure. I'm fully in it. Do you think Moby is? Mm, easily. Is that Moby in the in the picture? It's got to be Moby. He looks kind of angry right there. Right? If I made a song like this, that, that would be me. <laughs> I'd be jumping, freeze frame, take the photo, and uh, I would turn it into a shirt, and I'd wear it to my private island. Covering up your private parts? Yeah, private island. Speaking of private islands. Did you know Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself? Epstein oh! did not kill himself. That was oh, a good segue. That was good, right? I'm on an Epstein kick, oh, dude. I know, like, man. Every day. These memes are out of control. Prince, oh, what's it? Prince Andrew? Oh, yeah. He, had he, uh, he got fired or he stepped down. He's yeah. no longer a royal because he, you know, is a demon. Probably fiddled with some kids. 50 trips to an island oh, where he... Man. That's horrible. He's horrible. He's a monster. He's a yeah. demon. There's the a royal family, though. though. They're they're all monsters. Bill Clinton was on a plane 26 yeah. times with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Frank, we're really wow. great friends, and yeah. I haven't been on 26 like, been on road a plane trips, with, let alone flights. I haven't been in the car with you 26 times. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've taken that many walks. No. This is episode nine. So we're not even at 26, 26 episodes. episodes. Wow. And we're great friends, but but he claims to not even hardly know the guy. <laughs> Do you I want peanuts? Know that man. Yeah, he probably played the saxophone for Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, he did. He did a lot of bad things. Man, isn't it crazy though how obvious his murder was? A hundred percent. So he's in Completely a prison obvious. in twenty nineteen, two thousand nineteen. We have like for a hundred dollars, you can get a ring doorbell and yeah. put it on your house and it works great right from costco 100 bucks ring or all these security things yep. this guy's in a prison where you can't break into the cameras aren't working that night suicide watch he's on suicide watch and guards are gone it's, both guards are gone yeah. two of them two had to shit at the same time yeah and the coroner said it looked like uh he was strangled <laughs> now, the official coroner yeah. i think there Agreed with suicide. The third party, mm-hmm. non-biased, yeah. famous coroner that was on a TV show in the 90s or 2000s yep. said he was murdered. It's so obvious that if he did somehow commit suicide, he deserves a round of applause. Like, it's really good. But yeah, he it, also had a new cellmate that was massive, known for violence. Yeah. That happened to switch that day. Just that day? The day he died? To the day he was choked out by uh, somebody, not him. He fell over in his hyoid bone. Yeah, he broke. tripped. I wonder, maybe he thought it through? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, I don't... It's really bizarre. It's it's totally bizarre. And the good yeah. thing about it, though, is that uh, it gives... It spreads light. Because on the, like, conspiracy theories, you know? It gives, it gives a little more validity because people freak out over you know the term conspiracy and you're like well this is pretty obvious i don't even i don't even consider conspiracy conspiracy okay maybe it is conspiracy it is i think conspiracy. conspiracy i think of schizophrenics with metal foil hats yeah that hear voices in their head mm-hmm. uh or like the movie's conspiracy theory with mel gibson really good but it ended up being a lot of in his head yeah or shutter island it's another yep. one where it ended up just being in their head, or the Joker, mm-hmm. a lot of it was in his head. There are people that really have delusions, but this isn't delusional. This is just facts. Yeah, you're like, no, he didn't kill himself. And like some- everyone called bullshit immediately. Yeah, everyone. And it's sad because he knows all those people, so he could turn on all these oh, very dude. rich, famous people that have done disgusting acts. Yeah, have you seen the list of his like celebrity friends too? It's like Lawrence Krauss and Woody Victoria Allen, Victoria's Secret owner. Yeah, like and Woody oh, Allen, he didn't. So he raised a child, then married that oh, child. Yeah, there's That's pictures odd. of Woody Allen as like a 40 year old man with like yeah. a seven year old Chinese girl that he adopted, mm-hmm. and now he's married to that girl. So what age did he become attracted to her? Yeah, mm-hmm. that gets weird. Tell Where's me, that he wasn't grooming her. Where's that in nature? Or you know, hmm. I don't. He's a freak. Weird Woody stuff. Allen's a freak. 
he's doing a lot better than we are money-wise, though. Let me tell you. Yeah. I'm still grinding. Yeah, I mean. I'm so worried about my 401k. Those demons, they know how to Shit. make some coin. Damn it. Man, what is up with these weird things? Like, really rich people that are into really weird things. I think they're all vampires. Things. Yeah. I think I think they just turned like into Twilight vampires. Twilight when they sparkle? Yeah. You think? I think they're like... Oh, isn't that horrible? I think they're like... Some of them are like 200 years old. I couldn't <laughs> seriously think seriously. they like devoured people and children just to I, stay youthful. I could not change take their name. Twilight seriously. Yeah. When they're <laughs> sparkling, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, Twilight. Oh my God. It's it, so it could have been so hot. It could have been so good. It could have been great. It could have been like Queen of the Dan, but she, like so five of them. She banged the wolf. Then she banged the vampire. Yeah. Then she banged but the wolf, then the wolves then were the like just big wolves. Yeah. They weren't werewolves. They're just yeah, wolves. I didn't like it. And they're all Indian. Native American. Native American. I'm the sorry. correct way. Sorry. Yeah. American Indian. Right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> they're saying now. That's, that, that's what. Uh, <laughs> that's what I read in this book. This book called Tribe. What are he's saying? like, uh, they actually prefer American Indian. <laughs> I was mm. like, whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I do know. I have more indigenous Native American in me than Elizabeth Warren. Think about it, though. Art. So. We call you can say they're indigenous, but aren't we indigenous to Arizona? We're born here. It, there's an argument. What does it mean? So the argument is this: they're is all that, terrible words. Yeah, and the history is really rough. Yeah, right. I work with a guy. He's a Native American, super cool dude. He's from Northeast Arizona, mm-hmm. and I just try to understand. I was talking about the, you know, the tribe and how it works, and uh, it's a really sad population based on health. Oh yeah, like they were cornered to areas that were not good pieces of land they're allowed to have casinos and kind of their own laws but casinos don't really provide a lot of healthy habits so there's a lot of drinking a lot of welfare a lot of drugs uh, a lot of diabetes there's a theory uh called gosh i forget the name of the theory so native americans used to be like the healthiest people without them we would not have survived whoever or whatever american settlers came over Right. We yeah, we're talking like with farming, hunter gatherer and up. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, I don't know if John Smith was real, but you yeah. know when the settlers came over from England to here, yeah. and then we had to get through the the famine, the mm-hmm. feast or famine periods. Yeah. Native Americans taught us, right? Isn't that the history supposedly? Uh, yeah, I mean that's like what I learned in third grade. That Squanto showed uh, I, I don't know the settlers how to like mm. uh, bury a fish with their corn crop. I saw a cartoon about corn. it. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> Is Squanto even a real person? I don't know. Do you remember learning about Squanto? It sounds real. It's, <laughs> it sounds. It sounds. But, but now real. as an adult, I'm like Squanto. Damn. His name was Squanto. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, yeah, probably meant Small Rock. Yeah. Ooh. Big rock? I don't Squanto. know. I just popped my head. But, but yeah, no, that's the that's the idea. They taught us how to cultivate land. So they were really healthy, though. Hunters, gatherers, I mean, they were the last probably group of people that did that mm-hmm. fully. And then all of a sudden, they get segregated to land and, you know, obviously massacres and things like that. But they went from, like, no agriculture to agriculture. So their bodies were not able to adapt very well to, like, artificial modern food. Uh, if you go to like your Europe, right, my heritage from Polish Irish, to get through those winters, you had to live off of potatoes. It's the only thing that lives that grows below the ground. So your body has adapted to maybe a carbohydrate more laden diet. And it kind of makes sense. I don't know if you can prove it, but just thinking about it, you go hunter gatherers, they shot buffalo, ate the buffalo, they gathered a little bit, but mostly what they ate was a very high meat diet. Yeah, they weren't eating bread either. Yeah, there wasn't bread. Europeans were just crushing bread and biscuits yeah. and corn, getting fat, potatoes, drinking, passing drinking off tons of swill. Gosh, God. Yeah, it's just it's odd because I see I see like Native Americans and, and I see them in the hospital and gather some of the sickest people. Like the Pima Nation out here, the Pima Nation. Mm-hmm. They are. I thought their rate was ninety eight percent diabetes. God. So they're out there researching, like, why are they 98%? Basically, you're diabetic by age two. That's, That's crazy. Insane. That's sad. Yeah. What a, I think what a group of people you should focus on, because if you could change even 20% of that, that's huge for that population. Yeah. That would affect a lot of people. So just interesting thoughts, top of my head. But Yeah. What are we talking about today? 
Today episode we're talking nine? about this episode nine, baby. Not twenty six. Nine. Not twenty six. We're no. not that close. Um, and Jeffrey Epstein definitely did uh, not kill himself. Yeah, did not. He was murdered. He was murdered <laughs> he was because murdered. he's a monster, a demon. There are no and there DVDs. Are bigger powers at play. Yeah. So, isn't but, that scary? There is, man. That that is like I think I can terrifying. make a difference, or do you think you can make a difference? Like an eighteen year old in college sometimes. Yeah. I'm like it's not worth it. I don't want to be offed. Yeah. I don't want the Clintons to come after me. Oh, dude, as soon as you start making, you know, yeah. positive moves. Doesn't bad things happen? Yeah. Look they at, they uh, have to stop it. Look at, what's his name that sacrificed his life, and people are still calling him for treason, even though he helps people. Uh, what's Snowden. Snowden. People, I have friends that literally think he did something wrong. I go, he, he no, they, gave Yeah, they're like, he's a life. traitor, and I'm like, what did Bill Clinton do with China? Like, sold uh, nuclear codes How is to he them. a like, traitor? Yeah, Ed Snowden just was like, "Hey, uh, gave up guess what? Life. The government is, is reading your emails you. and watching you, and it, they can, you know, the Patriot Act. We call it the Patriot Act. Um, basically, says the government can can literally, like, right now, this laptop has a camera in front of me as a microphone. They're allowed to access it and use it to spy because of the Patriot Act. Yep, and that's still there. It's still right? there. It, this we, it's changed. never it's been changed. No. Made us aware. Yep. How about the WikiLeaks guy? Yeah." Yeah, uh, so, Julian Assange. Yeah. Did you know he just had a, a charge dropped that was from 2010? How does it take nine years to figure out if he did something? <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know enough. I'm just but it's glossing over headlines. They'll but. use anything and everything they can to silence truth speakers. We'll yeah. call it that. I do hope there are good people out there. I get so skeptical. I get good skeptical. I mean, yeah, you're out there. Level, I think there are, but I get skeptical when you read like politics and stuff. I get so skeptical, and I'm just like distraught, and I don't even watch the news. Well, that's why I posted uh, this quote that I had read um, from I forgot his name. He was the governor of the Bank of England in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, and he was saying the two-party system was designed to keep people, the masses, like you and I at war with each other that way they can go ahead and do everything they want to do because we're too busy left first right we're too busy arguing over bathrooms we're too busy arguing over gay marriage straight you know whatever we're too busy arguing over these things you know we can do the gun control debate because as long as we're focused on that then they can push everything they actually want to push and do you know no one's paying attention to interest rates what is it though what is the agenda like behind the scenes let's think about it what Mm -hmm. Who's gaining? So the politicians are there, the lifelong ones. They have power. They have prestige. They have money, right? They have a good life. Yeah. It's a great life to be a politician. You get a lot of time off. I watched House of Cards. It looks really fun. You know, I don't want to be pushed into a train. No. But kind of talking, wheeling, dealing, having (laughs) sex, drinking, drugs. It kind of looks like a lot of fun. Listen, Bill, there's pictures of you at the whorehouse with cocaine and marijuana and Epstein. Epstein. If you, don't, if you don't vote yes on this watershed bill, then you, sir, are going down. And then it's like, well, okay, you got me this time. You got um, me. You got you me, got me congressman. But I'm getting you next time because I have cameras set up <laughs> with you and Epstein. You know, it's just like, <laughs> that's what they do. That's just all it yeah. is. I, now, who's, I don't know. I think, I mean, it's going to sound very, you know, whatever, conspiracy. Oh, the globalist and whatever. But I do think it's true of anything. Um Gosh, I forget what they call this. So there's this, ah, dang it, it has a the Pareto principle, Pareto? where like Pareto, Pareto, where I think it's five or ten percent. So like five percent of, you know, five percent of composers make up the ninety-five percent of music you hear in movies, or like five percent of you mean actors. Eighty-twenty rule. Is no, I think 80? it's bigger than 80-20. Oh, okay. It's that. called like the Pareto Principle. Why don't uh, we have the third guy that's researching stuff for us? We're yeah, not I there know, yet. We need, I know. We need, that's yeah. when we, need we need get some donations. Yeah, so basically the, the thought is that a very small select few people own and run the, the masses, right? So like 3%, 5% of the wealth on the planet, uh, 3% of the people own 95% of the wealth. It's like mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. So I think that's true as far as like power and politics, like central banks... I mean, I think there's only two countries now that don't operate on a central bank. I think it's Iran and North Korea. They're the only two countries mm-hmm. left in the world that aren't uh, that aren't on our central banking system. What changes that? I, I don't even understand it enough, to be honest. I just know the Federal Reserve. I hear a lot of bad about it. So the Federal Reserve, 
was started in 1913, um, and it was headed by uh, like the guy who started Chase, J.P. Morgan, all these all these guys. It was the wealthiest men on the entire planet. You know what's a really weird thing, too? I know it's not a conspiracy, but it started in 1913. In 1912, on the way to this, you know, on this meeting, because they had a meeting about it at Jekyll Island. There's a whole book about it, too. It's called The Creature from Jekyll Island. Um, there was, I think, three or four guys. I forget their names. I can look them up. Um, some of the richest men in the world who opposed this whole central banking idea, the Federal Reserve, that was going to be put into play. And they all died on the Titanic. Isn't that a little weird? Wow. Yeah, conspiracies. Do you think that glacier was man-made? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe they were torpedoed. Maybe they didn't maybe, hit a glacier. Well, a lot lived know. off of it, right? Yeah. So maybe the captain knew but, uh, got paid. Regardless, central banks. Weird, weird coincidence. Yeah, so you have the central banking system start in 1913, and then World War One started in 1914. Mm. Kind of changed. Yeah, so I don't know. There's a lot to it. It's deep, man. There's rabbit holes that just go on forever. It's hard because we do live in a really good time. So I try to remember that. It's a great time. And it's a great time to be alive. I go to Walmart. I feel free. I feel happy. I can do whatever I want pretty much without hurting anyone behind closed doors. Right? I mean, I hang from a ceiling. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have two red rooms. Yeah. One isn't enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm just kidding. But I have three. <laughs> oh here off topic real quick because we're just doing it yeah. we went to a comedy show the other night amateur yeah. oh how was it it was, was it okay rough? yeah it was really rough yeah i thought i could be a comedian but i get stage fright and it was kind of sad they're all like 40s and up mm-hmm. and like some got like real nervous you know where you like feel it yeah and it like oh, hurts you it like, hurts because oh. you're like oh this guy's like Oh, but they're brave. But they are. They are. But it hurts. But it hurts. It's hard. It's like to watch. watching a fucking plane crash. Can you just go straight in the ground? Oh yeah. Don't don't twirl around. Just go straight. Oh, you're like, dang. Yeah, I want to die buddy. fast. Don't choke me out. Yeah, it was rough. All right, maybe we should should we get on the topic? Get on the topic. So oh, okay, what's it? Seventeen topic? minutes in, we'll get on the topic. We will um, get on the topic. We're talking about failure. Oh. Past failures, yeah, failures, ways to overcome and overcoming. Huh. Oh, dude, I've been listening to like I love motivational videos. I am maybe I'm so cheesy, but whatever. They get me going. I think I think my spirit animal is Matthew McConaughey. Oh, he's so good. He's got like 14 rules or something. Yeah, and he's a communications professor now, and I used to think it was funny, like, huh, he's an actor. No, he should be a communications professor. Just yeah. listen to this on YouTube. It's unbelievable the way he describes things and he can articulate things and get you motivated and sound like a lay person. Meaning he can talk to a homeless guy in the street. It's un- it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, to be as successful as he is, you know, you gotta yeah. gotta have a certain amount of that. Because even though he's good looking and talented, like there's so many good looking, talented people out there that don't oh, make it. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. There's another LeBron out there, I'm sure, athlete that didn't choose the right path or didn't have the same opportunities, right? Yep. Like there's singers out there right now that didn't hit American Idol and the no. crowd didn't vote them on. They wound up hanging out with Epstein. Yep. <laughs> they did. Just keep bringing him up. Yeah. Epstein, 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 Epstein. But. And, and then another thing that's wrong with motivation is choose the people to be motivated by. We, you know, you go, like there was a guy that was on YouTube for a while. He was so arrogant. I would get disgusted. I almost paid $14 oh, so I didn't have to watch a stupid ad. The, the guy who's like, oh, this He's is my glasses. Ferrari in my garage. Yeah, my. Yeah, Tau or something, Tav or Tav. something. Yeah. It was so annoying. That guy. I know. It was obnoxious. Like, I don't care how much money you have, man. I think you're, you're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, just people with a lot of money, and that's not what I look at. And if you're bragging because you're motivated, you're making money off people because you, you're telling them, how do you get rich quick? All those no are scams. They're either pyramid schemes, they're, they're, they're making the money off of you and your hopes and dreams, right? Like yep. these motivational people. I'll give you motivation for free. Yeah. Like, here you go. That's why I like Gary Vee. He's Gary like, Vee. I don't have an ebook. No. Just listen to me. It's just, all free. Just listen. Yeah. Uh, but like people are away. searching for answers. Yeah. And a big thing is having to believe. I know that's really important. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with it. I'm still like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm in this role. I can't believe things are working out. I have to remember like, hey, the world's not crashing down because good things are going well. 
uh, believe in yourself, right? Believe in, even if you have to aim for the stars, but you fall in the clouds, you're still in the clouds. Yep. You know, there's so many analogies to it. And a lot of people do not live the life they want. No, they don't. A lot of people... I was just having this talk with my coworkers because we're talking about the kids. So, you know, I work at a high school, alternative high school, so we get a lot of, you know... Alternative. Yeah. yeah I like that. I know. Alternative status. But uh, we have so many kids, and, you know, we, we bust so many kids with stupid stuff, drugs, whatever. You know, and people are like, oh, why do they, you know, why can't they just, why don't they want to do well or get a job and do all these things? I was like, well... You know, there's low-hanging fruit. People always grab low-hanging fruit, whether it's drugs or alcohol or something like that, but also just like easy easy jobs. They set the bar really low, and there's low-hanging fruit. They grab it, and they just they sit there and wallow, and it's easier to be there and get instant gratification through all sorts of bullshit, entertainment, stuff like that, than go through long periods of time where you're just kind of like going uphill. And you don't really see like the, the big changes, you know, but you, you know, you're working towards something and, uh, that's, that's hard. But once you start to, you know, climb it higher and higher and higher, you start to finally see it, but it takes a while, you know, like to be a nurse practitioner for you, like that whole time you're in school, it's like, you know, there's a lot of other stuff, you know, there's probably a ton of low hanging fruit on the way up, you know, that you don't grab cause you're just kind of focused on that one goal. And now look at you, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people don't. They just sit there and they probably you probably know a ton of nurses that just you know bitch and moan about that. But do they ever change? Do they ever do anything else? Do they ever switch their jobs even or try a different hospital or provider or something? You know, it's so frustrating. I was a nurse. So I'll run down real quick. I was making twenty six dollars an hour starting out. I did a job seven months. Went to another one. I made like a dollar more an hour. I I went somewhere else after seven months. Went to the so I went psychiatric nursing, med surge, ER. So it's pretty broad. Yeah. What you do is you provide skills, right? So you can go to a recruiter and be like, "Hey, I can, I can do all these things." They're like, "You're very viable," right? You go to the harder areas. So then I did the ER for like fourteen months, and then I went registry. So I, I went to fifty fifty dollars an hour, forty eight dollars an hour, and I did that in like two two and a half years. There's nurses with ten years. I make more than them. Yeah, and you could do it. It's not. It doesn't mean I'm a better nurse. I just had to force myself to change because it was stressful every time. Yep. To do the different one, it was. Oh, it's I bet. Stressful. You learn a whole new skill set. Different people, different supplies. Like it's not easy. It's easy to be comfortable. Yeah. And for some reason, we push for this comfort when life isn't about comfort. You no. should enjoy the rain. Like I was walking in the gym right now, and uh, the guy laughs and goes, "Dude, where's your jacket?" I don't need no damn jacket. Yeah. You know, I'm in a tank top and shorts. It's Arizona, man. I don't I got, own one. I got short shorts. Yeah. Yeah, because I like it. my legs. Got to show off those legs. It's good to be a little cold. Yeah, a little flexible. A little wet. Yeah. Was it David Goggins or Jocko? Like all those crazy guys, like those Navy SEALs, they talk about like if, when you enjoy the suffering, like there there is no suffering. Yep. Right? If you're just so scared of pain... Like working out is pain, right? Yep. There, there's suffering, there's pain in that, but there's reward, way more reward there. So I think people forget that. And and I'm just not built that way. Maybe there's some caveman in me. I don't I don't know. There's I think there's generally people that are okay. Yeah. If that's if that's your happiness, then I'm happy for you. Yeah. But I could tell you that there's a lot of people that could benefit from, you know, some basic discipline, some healthier options when people are yourself. terrified of failure like we've been wanting to talk about yeah let's talk about some failures that's the thing is like they they think like oh well if i you know what if i apply for that job and don't get it that's a fail they don't want to fail mm-hmm. they don't want to get into that job and not be able to do it be a failure it's like but you should embrace failure you should want to fail because it's like failure's you tried bad. it you learned how not to do it now you can do it you know failure's only bad when you don't learn from it yeah like so i've in my new role i've screwed up and it's like, oh, I failed at that thing, but now I know what to do. Let's talk about some big failures. What's, give, me oh, a big, give me a big failure. A big failure. Give me a big one. Ooh, big failure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, when I went to U of A. So I went to I Scottsdale Community to College. I got my associate's degree from there. I ran track and cross country there. And then I went to University of Arizona for a school year there. And uh, I kind of just thought it was going to be easy. 
or just whatever at school. I've always been good at school, you yeah. know, like I'd always been really good at school. So I thought like, eh, hey, whatever, it won't be any different. And, uh, I bombed and was failing tests and classes. And I was like, I just, I'd literally, I had classes where I was like, I don't know at like a single thing that's going on. I feel so lost and totally. And then that my whole year there was just a, a failure, you know, cause I just felt lost. And I was like, wow, this, uh, this is kind of a punch in the mouth. Came back up to Phoenix, started, you know, working and doing stuff like that. But what I kind of learned from that, well, I took that loss. And then, uh, you know, for a little while, I didn't go to school the following year. And I thought kind of like, well, you know, I don't need school, whatever. And then uh, it kind of dawned on me, like, okay, if I want to do, if I want to work in this field, I wanted to work in social work at the time. And, you know, I knew I needed to finish my bachelor's and uh, specifically I wanted to get it in either social work or human services or whatever. And so uh, I, but I used that, that failure of going to U of A and and sucking at school and not doing well to uh, actually go back and finish, you Uh know? And I thought about that a lot as I was, when I first started and rolled back and, you know, was working on my bachelor's and as I was finishing it and completing it, I'm like, wow, this is something that I tried, I failed and now I'm, I'm doing again. And I know a ton of people who just stopped going, you know, and some people don't need college. I don't think a lot of people even need college at all. I'm not pushing college whatsoever. But if you think that's something that you would need for a field you want to work in, you know, you either get a trade or you get a degree. Uh, for me, it was a degree. Um, a lot of people don't go back or they don't do anything. They just wind up settling for, like you said, they settle for whatever they can just get into and then just be miserable and stay there. So I try to take that that failure and be like, okay, what can I do with this? What, what did I learn from it? You know, how can I, how can I grind through this? You know, it was good. It was successful. How'd you learn to do that? Honestly, I, I got really big into reading and I was reading a lot of books, um, all sorts of books. Like I read seven habits for highly effective people. I read a bunch of stuff by John Mason. Um, Jim Rohn stood out. He was really big in like the nineties kind of motivational stuff. He was actually a mentor for Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got into listening to a lot of Tony Robbins Love him. and, uh, I read two of Eric Thomas's books and started listening to him in his YouTube series that he had out. I mean, I don't really listen to them anymore. I don't really, I feel like they're not as useful to me at this particular point in my life. I'm in other things, but at that time I was listening to it on a daily, I, you know, decided there was things I had to start doing on a daily basis because you listen to these guys and you start to hear like, oh, they're journaling, they're doing this, they're doing that, you know, so I was, I was making sure I listened to, you know, positive, helpful things, learned some discipline, started journaling, started writing things down, you know, completing tasks that made me feel good, you know. What so uh, tasks did you write down things you wanted to do? Yeah, or? so I would write down, you know, I wanted to read for an hour a day at the time. I wanted to work out every single day or like six days a week, something, some kind of a workout. And, you know, I would pick something else random to do. So those like. How, how many people just write tasks or goals yeah. down? What are, what are people scared of when it comes to goals? Uh, they're not going to do it. And then I think they feel bad when they don't do it. You know, like so I said, I was going to. How many, how many people do you know are like. Oh, I said I was going to do this diet. I said I was going to do it. I said I was going to start losing weight or I was going to start work, go back to school or do this or I was going to start looking for a different job. Like how many people say it or they do, they set a date and they don't do it and they, they wallow in that failure of not doing it at that point, you know? And I think that's what people are like, if I never write it down or I never put a date on it, I can't fail because I didn't write it down, you know? So... How about the ultimate failure is not trying? Yeah. That's not the even, biggest failure you can have is regret and not trying. Because I'm not going to lay on my deathbed and go, you know what? At least I did try. I'll give one of my biggest failures was not becoming a firefighter. Mm. I still, at times, it irks me a little bit sometimes. There's just not enough time to do everything I wanted to do. I wanted to be a pilot, a mm-hmm. lawyer. I don't know. I'm a nurse practitioner now. I don't know. I, <laughs> I really wanted to be Batman or James Bond. God, be great. Up. My idols were my dad, James, uh, my dad, James Bond, Batman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's yeah. who I had to love. Him. My dad's a firefighter. I look up to my dad. He's an amazing guy. My stepmom's a firefighter or retired. My uncle, my grandpa. So I like the tradition of it. You know, I'm the third. I come from that. And I was going for it. And it never happened. So, and there, you know, I don't, 
I've learned I don't need a title or a uniform to feel yeah, good about don't. myself. Not at all. The more all. power I get, the less I like it. You know, it's okay. Like, just I'm more happy to just be who I am, not mm-hmm. the title. Even I could be. I swear I could be a senator, and I don't really care that much. <laughs> oh, I think you could. <laughs> I just don't really care. Like, but yeah, but that, and that's why I'd be happy to get meals, maybe. But. Yeah, that's why I love like that's why I love reading and I love history and I listen to you know podcasts where I read a lot, do a lot of research, my own research about things that I'm interested in with like history, for example. But just because I don't have a history major doesn't mean I don't know a lot about the subject. You know, same thing with like you oh, can yeah. do it with healthcare. That's mm-hmm. why I love Ben Greenfield that we've we talked about before. Because he's not a doctor, but the guy knows more about health and nutrition than probably ninety percent of doctors. Yeah. You know, in those areas for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you don't need to have acronyms or titles after your name to be smart in something. Exactly. I try to think I can learn from anybody, so I try to hear anyone out. It could be the custodian, the janitor, and they know something that I don't. And the moment you stop having an open mind to that is the moment you start losing mm-hmm. because I hope you're not, I never want to be the smartest one in the room. Like I don't want to be, I, I want to be with other cheetahs. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I'm learning. Yeah. I'm gaining something. And that was the thing with, with school for me. Uh, I don't think much at all about a college degree, but it was like a, it was a goal that I had that I failed at. And so I still wanted to accomplish the goal. And I knew the work, like I tell a lot of people, what I learned in those few years of working full time, going to school full time, and trying to do all these things, you know, what I learned, like the discipline I learned that was instilled in me in that couple years and the growth I had, that was more effective in my life than the at the end the actual degree, you know. The degree is like whatever. <laughs> it's not that it's not that great. Yeah, we're finding out it's but it's what you it's what's what I learned trying to pursue it, you know, pursuing that goal that I had previously failed at. That's what made me that's what made me grow a, a ton in that time. And uh, I'm not really interested. Like I you know, I tell people a lot of people are like, oh, you need a master's or do whatever. It's like I don't really see the financial incentive right now. I'm I'm doing just fine and I don't have a path in front of me for it. What does it get you? Exactly. What does it, I mean, does it, it, it would be a big it investment. Cool. It would be a lot of money. I know that much. I have a master's degree. Yeah. But it did help me. Like I it, a, but it helped you, and you now. needed it for what you wanted to do for, but that, I, for that goal. I can go get a doctorate. Yeah. Now. Like, what does that do? I but you still doctor. Frank. I get to put doctor in front of me. I don't even want that title. I'm not a doctor. No. I, don't care. I don't care if I'm a doctor of theology. I'm sorry. You're not a doctor. I can't, I can't stand that. Oh, yeah. Like, stop it. I know. PhD. Call yourself doctor. Stop it. A PhD stop, in philosophy. Stop calling yourself doctor, please. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks doctor. They think MDDO. They think a medical doctor. Yeah. I, I wish we didn't go by these titles. That's why titles are. I almost want to get the doctor title that I can get two more years. I can get the doctor, and I will literally. I well, say that term a lot. I say literally a lot. Anyways, I I would tell people, please do not call me that. It would yeah. frustrate me. I, I don't want that. But there's other nurse practitioners that think they're better than me because they have two more years of experience, and I might be smarter than them, and I have better patient care. Mm-hmm. But because they feel better about themselves, because they read a few more papers than I did, good yeah. for you. Well, that's why I love history because you know you look at the like how that where this country was founded, right? You know, set late 1700s all the way up through the 1800s, and there's all these incredible, amazing people throughout our our history that literally built this country. And you're like, they had like a fifth grade education, <laughs> you know, but they read a true. ton and they just like hustled yeah, and they just, created the colleges and, right? and they made them. Like yeah. what was the first college? In America? I wonder. Uh, probably like Yale. Well, or a lot of the Ivy Leagues were the first colleges. Okay. So like Harvard is actually older but someone than had to the build United those. States. You know, it's crazy. It's older than the U.S.? Yeah. Like Harvard wow. and Princeton and Yale are older than the United States. Like 1776? Because, is that old? Yeah, because they, uh, they were actually created by the settlers when they first came over. And then, oh, uh, wow. yeah, Harvard predates the United States. It's a pretty cool campus. Kind of crazy. It didn't used it. to be called Harvard, though. It was called like. I think I you know, bought a shirt. So I, 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 I kind of want a Harvard shirt. Just I think I wear there, it and be like, basically. Hey, yeah. I'm going to take an online class. That's an free. online just certificate? Yeah. To be like, hey, guess, yeah, guess where I went? Harvard. Harvard. And I have no debt. I got a certification in uh, leadership I'm from Harvard, MIT. I'm Harvard certified. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like a scuba diving yes. thing? From, basket weaving? From like Yale. Where are all these basket weaving jobs? Everyone God, talks about that. I know. That. Everyone says basket weaving. Boo-hoo. You know what's funny? They always say like, oh yeah, just Underwater go get a degree basket in basket weaving, weaving or uh, like 
lesbian dance theory or something. <laughs> they <laughs> say stuff like that. Fun. I love when people say that because you're like, dance God, theory? so funny. Yeah. That'd be a good degree to get, though. Can you imagine that on I a resume? Pretty expression. You know, a lot of expression, a lot of art. Yeah. But it's great. And then, like I said, that's why I love history because it's like, yeah, there's these incredible people who are massively respected. They were brilliant. And they, they had like a fifth grade education, but they made something of themselves because they don't need it. They didn't need a title, their name. Like, you know them by their name, not by their title. You know, you don't, you know, we know Abraham Lincoln. You know what I mean? Like a dude who was born well, in a, a law cabinet in Kentucky. He was a lawyer, though, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he became, he was a lawyer. He was in, he was in politics. He was the president, right? But like, you think of him, he's Abraham Lincoln. Like the dude had like couldn't read until he forced. You know, he learned on his own. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like people are just we're so bogged down, but we, we're so fascinated with titles. It's. I hope it's reversing. I, I think so. Every young teenager I talk to, I, I say, "Hey, what's your plan after school?" And it's a tough thing, man. You're 16, 17, 18. It's tough. I go, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh, I'm gonna go to college. Not sure. I go, I go, "Hey, really take your debt seriously when it comes to college." Like. Think about your degree. Don't just go to go. It's okay to go work at Starbucks and yeah. kind of find yourself. Yep. It's okay to go to community college a little bit, kind of figure out what you want to do. I didn't start nursing until I was 23. I've had 15 jobs. I've rattled them off. I kept, I, I have to try and keep trying until I figure something out. And I keep, it keeps getting better and better. But I, there was no way I would have known at 18. No, you, I you I don't gone know. I school for no reason. I, I had no idea. School. And that's why you should just try and work. And that's why, even though I felt like I wanted to be in social work and I was getting my degree for it, I also worked in the field while I got my degree for several years. And by the time I graduated, I learned I don't want to be in this field. And it wasn't like, oh, but I got my degree in that what a lost cause. It was like, no, I got a degree. And like I said, I learned so much through that hustle and grind to get it. And uh, it, it was a perfect segue into education. And now I have a, you know, for me, the best job I've ever had, you know, and I'm happy. I'm crushing. Oh, man. Crushing. Crushing? Just been, crushing. Been on a couple dates with the hottie, too? Oh, been on, yeah. I've been going oh. out with a gorgeous, beautiful woman. Hot. It's It's been great. H-A-W-T. Hot. Oh, H-A-W-T. Hot. Hot. And intelligent. Yeah. I think that's what the kids say. That's what they say. Hot. They used to say fat. P-H, fat. Ooh, I still like Remember it. Remember that P-H? You know what that made? I just watched this movie. Dang it. Money Talks with... Chris Tucker and uh, Chris Tucker was good. What's his name? Uh, Charlie t- Sheen. Tiger's Blood. Charlie Sheen. Is it Charlie Sheen? Yeah, Charlie it's Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Oh my god, the meth addict. Yeah, and then he brings his super hot wife in, and then Chris Tucker's like, "Oh man, your wife is fat." P H A T fat. And I was like, "That was a nineties. That was a thing." Yeah, that was a nineties. I forgot about fat. Remember Fat Farm shoes? Yeah, mm. a little bit. Good shoes. I am not in tune with the. I don't know the styles. That's that's one thing. These kids are, at, in high school. I can't yeah, put I can't my imagine. finger on it. I can't imagine. Let's talk about something. There's someone that wants us to talk about man buns. Let's bring this up. So, Oh, man buns. Man buns. Yeah. First of all, I tried for a Viking look, which was basically skin on the sides in a long like hey, mohawk that you could just throw back. Yep. And I felt like I was going for it. You went for it. And I grew up my beard, and I started looking very homeless very fast. <laughs> well, it's a, God, it's a hard look to pull. Like a really long beard, but it it sounds sexy, right? Oh, it was. I mean, I enjoyed the ride. Oh, wow, that's good to hear. I was a fan. Yeah, my girl showed me a picture of it, and I was like looking. I was like, God, I looked, I looked ragged. <laughs> like even the Vikings would be like, take a shower. Frank. Yeah, it's a it's a hard yeah. look to to pull. And the man bun. I mean, this is how bun. I look at all these different looks. If you are good looking, you can do. You can paint your nails pink. You're yeah. still good looking exactly if you are ugly a man bun's not going to fix that if no. you are ugly tattoos are not going to cover that ugly no nope. right it, it's unfortunate beauty is based off of even science it's symmetry and other things like that right why do we find certain people attractive like i'm not a 10 and i don't believe in 10s i'm sorry 9.9 is what yeah, i believe in 10 zone exists perfect let's set that precedent but i'm not i'm like a seven yeah well, a solid seven hard seven possibly eight I could be a soft seven. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. Oh, you're hard I'm seven, growing maybe. into it. I was a late bloomer. Yeah. I was a late bloomer myself. I was definitely a late bloomer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was... I, I was, couldn't grow yeah. a beard like this back then. No. No. No, I'm still blooming. But but I'm, I'm still <laughs> blooming. <laughs> but I'm realistic. I'm like, I can look in the mirror and be like, Frank, you're not a Calvin Klein model. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate for what I have and who I am. Yeah. 
you know, I, I'm not, this is not going to be me. Yeah. You yeah, play your strengths. Dude, yeah. Play your strengths. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be six one two fifty without doing hormones. No. Yeah. Not going to happen. No. But God, what are we talking about? The man bun. Man bun. And I think some guys can pull it off. It's fine. I, I just and don't if you're know. Ugly, like, yeah, if you're ugly, and you're man bun's not fixing it. You. It's not going to fix it. Yeah, no. exactly. I think the guys with man buns, if you were like a beautiful model, like a Jason Momoa or like these really good looking Matthew McConaughey, you he could just go bald and you're a good looking dude. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa could shave his head, completely skin bald, and grow out a gnarly four foot long soul patch. It'd be hot. It'd still be hot. Yeah. yeah he put beads in it. it doesn't and matter. Licorice. He could literally not wipe and his women ass would just for two weeks. <laughs> and there's girls there's that, would women like, just... that would be like, hey, Jason. No deodorant. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's how good looking the guy is. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's insane. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. So when it comes to any of these looks and things, I I do think always clean cut. It always looks good. It does look that's good. That's always the staple. That's so, why I tell uh, these kids at, in high school because they all want to grow out their like gross little like Billy Goat beard mustache of, things. They, they can't grow any facial hair, yeah. and then they they grow out their hair, and I'm like, but when they get it cut, I'm like, dude. A nice, clean haircut looks good on just about anybody. It always looks good, yeah. Women, uh, classy is still freaking really attractive. It is. Like, this whole thing with the, the booty shorts that show the butt. It's insane. I see a big chunk of the butt. Like, you're taking away my imagination. Yeah. Like, part of it's the imagination. Like, the wonder and the awe. Like, a lot of times, the boobs are better under the shirt or covered out, covered they covered. look better they yeah. look better i like gravity, a turtleneck gravity <laughs> gravity takes its place it right does. they look better with the shirt on they do with the bra because it's not normal yeah so do not like what's up with this show and everything no God, that's give for me some imagination that's for the bedroom that's that's for maybe the living room somewhere else maybe the living room maybe the garage if, if, possibly the, the garage maybe the corolla in yeah. the garage God, the corolla the corolla corolla seen some action yeah that Corolla goes really <laughs> smooth at sixty cruise control on the freeway. Let me tell you that right yeah. now. But uh, give me, give me a beautiful woman in a turtleneck, and or long sleeves. Let your imagination run wild. If she's pretty, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty. You know what I mean? Matter. She could literally not. She doesn't again. Need... She could not shower for two weeks. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, hey, hey, baby, just just lay down. Just come over here. Just just lay down. Yeah. I won't even wear a mask. I'll put actually I have no scent, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you have no scent. My smell I think it's chronic allergies, so yeah. my smell is this is gone. Her shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like my girl will be like, Hey, I'm gonna take a shower and I'm like, get on the bed. Yeah, I don't care. I'm like, get on the bed. She's like, I'm all sweaty as stuff. <laughs> just the way I like it. I'm like, come I over here. I have no scent anyways. I'm like, come over here, water world. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go to grab the my man bun. <laughs> yeah, grab my man bun. Let me But you know what? You know what's funny though? Like I felt like growing up, like guys who had like really long hair for the most part it was like rockers or like yeah. or people who were just like tough me. gnarly yeah. and now it's like it's like feminine. almost really effeminate like men yeah. are getting very effeminate like i loved uh gosh there's this photo it was like a meme it was like some guy with like a uh, like a a beard and long man bun he had like a jesus what is it a flannel wearing like a flannel and it, but nice. he looked totally feminine and it was like a dude who looks like this but can't even like change your tire you know, or can't even start a fire. Can't you know? It's like you're useless. All I can do is like drink black coffee and listen to hipster music. You know, and black coffee is pretty good. Though. God, it's so Hashtag good. Intermittent I love, fasting. I love it. Intermittent, intermittent fasting. Oh, did we did we bring up that I'm doing coffee enemas? No, but since we're at the 43, 45 uh, minute mark, we, we can bring we talk in, about that for a second. We can do we can do two lightning minutes. On coffee enemas. Uh, coffee right? enemas. So, so tell us what a coffee enema is. So the first time I heard about it was from Ben Greenfield. If you want to Google him, I really like his take on things in life and how he's open-minded to things. I like Eastern medicine, Western medicine. Coffee enema is just what it sounds like. You do a coffee, you do an enema, and you put organic coffee in at lukewarm temperature. Mm-hmm. And you keep it in about 10 minutes. 98.6 degrees? Uh, yeah, See what just, I did like there? The, just like the band. Oh yeah, homeostasis. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, and I've done it once a week. Luckily, my girl is a nurse, so she doesn't mind doing enema. Oh, she knows so what to do. It's good, right? Yeah. That's what you want to date a nurse. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's what it's supposed to do is clean out your colon because we have all this crap in our colon. It cleans you out, dude. Um, let me tell you, it cleans oh, you out. I can imagine. I have a good bowel regimen, but 
like I sit there, it's kind of like, it's almost like I'm meditating. And then what it's supposed to do is just clean out your colon and then your liver and gallbladder can work together naturally to actually detoxify your body. So coffee enemas were actually recommended until the 80s in Western medicine, actually in, I think it was Merkin Manual or something book in the medicine world, and it stopped. Uh, coffee enemas are a form of acupuncture. It's in that kind of world. It's also uh, found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Like it's been around a long, long time. We use enemas all the time to clear out people's poop. And you start thinking about chemicals and how we're exposed to things and stuff like that. We're finding out more and more our gut microbiome is where all our neurotransmitters, all our hormones are actually made. Our, our gut is an ecosystem. And so what I'm trying to do is just try things out within mm-hmm. reason and then see how I feel. Yeah. I've heard of a psychiatrist that the way she gets people off medications, she was on Joe Rogan, is one of the things she does is a coffee enema. Because we're trying to detoxify our body, rebalance it, and then... Because just think about over the years, Eric, like how many things we're exposed to. Just oh. look at, just look, buy a boxed product yeah. at the store. It is a paragraph of chemicals. Yep. That's just one thing you ate. Yep. That's not the exposure from the plastics. That's not the exposure from the air, the water. I mean, the years and years of things. And, and we I'm wonder not, why people get cancer. I'm not a hippie. I am oh, not. Oh, by I'm, far not a hippie. I shower. Yeah. I don't always use soap because I'm like, eh, oh, we could just use water. You showered before the podcast, mister. I, I so did I. I. Real good. And you look good. And you got a fresh haircut. A solid seven right here. Oh, hard seven. Hard, hard, hard seven. seven. And guess what? You can go up or down two points Ooh. with with your counterpart. So you oh, can go yeah. as high as a nine, baby. Wow. That's pretty. You can. Pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> two point swing <laughs> two point swing yeah, like everyone's it. got a two point swing and so if you're a five you can yeah, land a seven you can land a seven if you're a three you can still land a you five you still get a five not bad yeah. five's passing in my book that's why you don't want to be a nine because you can only go down oh gosh you can only go down uh, okay yes yeah, so, <laughs> so, so coffee and i'm doing the coffee okay. and when i tell people people will think i'm crazy but you want to go one step you know what is crazy though what, tell me I, there was a guy on rogan he was talking about the gut microbiome, enemas, stuff like that. But this this guy, or at least, or he was maybe talking about somebody else. All I know is there's this dude, white guy. Of course, he's white. He was in Africa and he was going to these like super crazy, like indigenous, like hardly even see the outside world type uh, African tribes. Because apparently they just had like the toughest guts on the planet. And mm-hmm. he was taking their fecal matter and putting it up his own rectum. To try and okay. get his his own gut microbiome to like adapt to How it. How did it work for him? I have no idea. Okay, listen though. He probably he uh, probably got very sick. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But so this or is he's Superman. This I don't is know. What's funny about Western medicine? Okay, I had a patient the other day that has type one diabetes. Mm-hmm. I mean, their pancreas doesn't work. They don't secrete insulin. Blah blah blah. It's a really sad thing. Their endocrinologist, this really smart person that manages their diabetes, mm-hmm. does not give them nutritional advice. I go, are you serious? So that's how broken our Western medicine system is. Yes, completely. You just brought up that story. Do you know how we treat what's called C. difficile? No. So C. diff is a bacteria that is really hard to treat. Mm -hmm. That happens usually with uh, like too much antibiotics Mm -hmm. and you die of it, chronic diarrhea. Okay. One of the treatment methods in Western medicine Mm -hmm. is to take someone's stool and implant it into someone else's butt. That is a Western medicine treatment used today. Gosh. So that story you just said you thought was crazy. That is used in Western medicine. So how crazy is a coffee enema? <laughs> it's not. And you know who's probably using them? It's Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> well, he wasn't using enough. He enema himself to death. Yeah, maybe that's what he did. <laughs> maybe that's what he did. No, it's not crazy. I don't know. I don't have the guts yet to try one. But It's uh, not a big deal. But maybe... Maybe one day. The butt, I think, is a two-way thing. Yeah. Some people say it's a one-way. And I'm like, I don't know. If you, if it was yeah. you on a table and the doctor said, the only way we can cure you is by shoving up someone else's poop into your rectum. Do it, baby. Do it, right? Save my life. I love that, life. Right? That's what I'm saying. So yeah. there's a lot of hypocrisy or how we look at things. And I try to just open people's mind. Mm-hmm. And I used, when I first heard coffee, I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy with a capital C. And then I started then I started thinking about things. I'm like, well, maybe it's not so crazy. And I tried it myself and it's been fine. I've had no issues. I yeah. feel real light afterwards. I'm pretty open minded at things. Like I've tried I mean, I'm really open to supplements. I've done like a lot of 
different stuff. I, don't, I, I always feel like I always feel like it's a placebo effect with me. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, That's I true. took the same thirty percent right? effect of placebo. But uh, yeah. hey, if it works, works, right? If it works, it works. But I, uh, oh, yeah, I don't take animal. anything right now. You don't. Nothing. I like it's whey protein. It's it's off Amazon. It's real cheap. It's NutriCost. If you want a cheap whey protein, there's nothing in it. Yeah. No sugar. And That's stuff, what I take little. is a whey protein. Uh, and I I do and put glutamine. I throw in there. I do put lion's mane mushroom powder in it though. <sighs> you're basically cheating. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Okay, you would have popped hot in the UFC. I know. Oh, lion's mane mushroom. Yeah, that's that's cheater. actually that is why I don't fight in the UFC. <laughs> because you pop hot. I pop hot on that lion's mane. Do <laughs> <laughs> your antler spray? Yeah, oh, I can't. I just you know I love doing curls and I can't get that same kind of rep max with uh, without the lion's mane. I'm about to try this company. It's called Keon again. Ben Greenfield. You got to look Ben yeah. Greenfield up. I really like him. But he. Uh, he has an amino acid thing, mm. and it makes sense. You know, I'm not going to get into the science of it, but it's blockchain, blah, 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 proteins Yeah, and amino stuff. acids, electrolytes. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah. Magnesium, some things like that I think are, are you can you can supplement. and. But they're adjunct. But it's... They're yeah. adjunct. What that yeah. means is you still have to do the foundation. Mm-hmm. You still have to get good sleep, de-stress, oh, yeah. have things in life that excite you. Yep. Uh, be striving you know like you have to kind of like your job yeah hopefully you, you can someday love it but if you go to your job dreading it you can't do that 40 years no you can't without getting a heart attack at 66 you need some regular things for me curls sauna curls get the girls baby. i love curls right? man that- I, I just want to talk about curls Why? for a minute are you just a bicep guy i love them you should see my tricep i do i do I like all sorts of exercises. I do pull-ups all the time. God, curls. Because when you do curls, nothing looks better than when you're curling. Oh, yeah. Think about when you've ever curled and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I do uh, Mm, like today. I do it right in the mirror, too. Oh, do you? I just do some curls. Yeah, you turn yourself on. Curls, do you get the girls, man? I'm starting to wear shorter shorts so people notice (laughs) what's going on. People talk shit about curls, too. I'm like, well, they they look good. Hey, whatever. Hey. Guns, whatever. Buys for the let's guys. See you do some curls girls. for the girls. <laughs> I'm trying to. Let's make curls great again. That's what I'm saying. Oh man! People want to do CrossFit. Everyone's talking yeah. about squatting. Oh. Yeah, you know what's cooler than squatting? Squat, but curls. I Hammer mean, yeah. Arnie curls where he's just throwing his, like that real heavy ones up. Yeah, I like when God, you, when people good. fall over because their legs are so thin and then they yeah. just like treat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> tip over. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Who I love does doing squats. Legs do I curls? Mean, I do, but. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna make a shirt. It's just gonna be curls over squats. <laughs> curls for girls. <laughs> yeah, God, that's so hot. Curls oh, get the girls, man. baby. I like it. I I love how everyone thinks that they have it right. Right? Like everyone thinks they know better. <laughs> they know. Like smart people don't yeah. know enough. Well, my coach said, "Yeah, well, blankety blankety blank this blank." This the program. Then this is what they're doing, and I'm like, they're on, they're they're on shit. He has me on 14 meals a day. Yeah, I've got three syringes: one yeah. in the morning, one 14 in the mid, micro, one at night, micro meals. I still get my period though. So I I'm have still a my girl. overnight oats, overnight every night. Yeah. My Adam app, my Adam's apple's showing, <laughs> but I still have boobies. Yeah, yeah, but my nipples are real long, and my chest is real firm. I'd be like, look, I'm gonna coach you through this thing. It's gonna be real easy. You're gonna eat. Once a day, maybe twice. Yeah. And it's going to be meat and kimchi. <laughs> and then I have three syringes. I'm and show once you a week, spots. I'll do a coffee. I'm going to show you the spot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to inject and then we're going to get on some tea. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was at the get store. Some TRT. I was at the store, and this guy's young. I was just looking. I'm always looking at people's like, grocery cart because I think it's funny. I just look. I'm just curious. And uh, I like had a steak or something, have a cuddle, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I sit there, and then this guy by me is yoked. He's yoked, dude. He's like 23, and I'm 30. He's like, it's like younger. And I look yeah. at him, and dude, he's got he's got crustables. I think he had crustables, diet soda, energy drinks, uh, pop tarts. Uh, I was like, isn't he's, he amazing? He's yoked. Yeah. And I go, I go, is it the pop tarts, bro? Yeah. <laughs> pop tarts is what? What is it? Is it the is it the sugar free monster that's really getting you jacked? Dude, I saw it. Or is it the D ball? Big beefy dude like that, yeah. like yoked mf'er, and uh, he had one of the not the regular monsters, but the one with like the twist off, like it almost looks like a oh, soup canister. Wow, yeah. And he was pounding this monster, and he had his gallon of water with it. He was just monster well, water. Water. And he's it tastes so good though. And it's so, so see, good. Yeah. Oh god, I so can't good. control it. Yeah, so no, that's why like, I do just black coffee. Of it. And, um, uh, yeah, it's just funny the transparency, it, right? It's 
Yes. I've had someone literally, or I, I guess I'm using that word. I've had people tell me like, I had this old lady, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And she's just a nurse. We're just working that day. She's like, oh, this guy's on a plant-based diet. He's jacked. I go, well, how do you know he's not on stuff? I know he's not. Like, So you're with him all yeah, 24 you're hours? Yeah, 24-7. Do you know how many people are on testosterone replacement therapy? That is steroids. Yep. Do you know do how many? It? Well, they get it legally now for years now. There's so many clinics, well, dude. Where do they derive it, you know? Where they what? Oh, where, where do they get it from? derive it from, you know? Oh, animals? Yeah. So how is it, yeah, it's not how vegan? Is it vegan? Maybe broccoli has like, testosterone. Can you get testosterone from thing. plants? That'll be the new thing. <laughs> My favorite is plant-based meat because it has a, a mile long because you already mentioned like the ingredients, right? It's 56 ingredients that you can't even pronounce. And it's that's a supposed to be a paragraph too, like seven sentences, not five. It's yeah. seven. Like, you know, yeah. those extra people that don't just do the bare minimum. Yeah. I do five sentences. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like there's people out there do like nine yeah. that are pushing the limits. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to read your stupid uh, what, paper. What's the new one? Uh, the Whopper. It's not a Whopper. Impossible. Oh, they're Impossible getting sued. Whopper. Did you hear they're getting sued? I hope so. They're getting sued by a vegan because they're cooking it on the same. What? On, on the, the same, same grill as the meat ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're getting sued. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. You already took a super unhealthy yeah. thing because of the carbs and sugar. Yeah. It made it even more healthy. Ugh. And then people get so stuck in the ideology and it's like, look, if you are truly vegan and we talked about this, if you're truly vegan and you're, you're doing healthy and you're happier, a lot of it is you're just not eating garbage. That's yeah. the first start. Regardless exactly. whether you eat all meat, all plants, just don't eat the garbage. Don't eat Doritos. You, you're going to eat, you're going to live better. Can we yeah. agree on that? And then let's start talking about, you know, is this better or worse for you? Maybe, maybe being vegan is just the animal choice and it does make you feel better to know that an animal isn't directly being killed. And that's okay. I can tell you that you're going to have to supplement though because the vegan, pure vegan diet is not in nature. There was never a group of people in like 200 years ago or be- before that, that that really lived on just vegetables. I know a ton of really unhealthy vegans. Because it's I've hard. I've met so many people it's who are like, hard, oh, I'm vegan, I'm plant-based. It's a hard I'm like, diet. You don't look healthy. It's a hard diet to live on. Yeah. And then you have to realize, okay, are you actually, how do you actually feel? How is your anxiety? Yep. Do you have energy when you wake up in the morning? When I get out of bed, Eric, in the morning, I have energy. Mm-hmm. I'm either, I got a Woody, I'm ready to roll over and go to pound town. Oh, or nice. Or maybe I got to pee first, you know? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to pee. That has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm, I have energy when I wake up, man. When I go to bed, like, I'm ready to go to bed, but I don't need a nap during the day. Yeah. You know, I don't eat perfect. No. I don't. I intermittent fast. Today I didn't because uh, I got free meals at one of my jobs, so I have to take advantage. Oh, but I ate keto, bacon, and bacon, eggs, and sausage oh. for the morning. Yes. God. It's how good. to do it. It was real good. And I just feel good, right? I tried more of a vegan diet, and it's hard, man. Black bean burgers, um, oh, you know, mostly vegetables, lean meats, so you're not getting the fats. So this whole lean meat thing doesn't make sense. There's still people no. that are like, got to eat lean meats, and that's just like this. 99% fat-free no, you turkey. Eat, and you I'm need like, the fat. You need, yeah. That's the part you're missing. It's yep. not the protein. We're oversaturated with protein. You need the fat. That's yep. what you're missing. Like fat is what is creating our health. A lot of it, right? The ketogenic diet, what is most, that's mostly fat, animal fats. It's just, yeah, I don't understand. I guess we're reiterating next last episode, but. Yeah, but we are at uh, about 58 minutes. Oh, that's fine. So we can. Uh, Wrap it if up. If you want to land this plane, Frank. You know, I just want to say we're on episode nine. We've got episode 10 coming up soon. We're cruising at We are altitude. cruising. We are. Cruising. We hope we don't nosedive. If we do, we're going right into yeah. the ground, baby. Oh, right. No right oxygen. I'm going to pass out on the way no. down. <laughs> no <laughs> parachutes the last, last thing of peanuts yeah. on the way down. That's what I do. I just eat the like snacks or something and say, yeah. fuck it, it's over. Oh, yeah. I would just... I don't know. You think you'd be peaceful? You'd just be like, all right, it's over. No. I'd freak the fuck I'd out. I'd be screaming. I'd, yeah. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd like grab the kid. I'd be like, oh, hold me. I know. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like praying and be like, no, God, no, it's not ready. It's yeah. not ready. Like, I'd probably do that, right? I think mm-hmm. it's normal. Probably. And I'd be like, I'd probably be like forgiving my sins or something, right? Because that's the yeah, scariest thought of death. Just, yep. Yeah. See my whole life. Hopefully, I would just pass out, though, and that was the easy part. Yeah. You just I'm go scared sleep. of pain, right? It's pain over. of death. Mm-hmm. Like, final destination. That looks painful. It's over. Looks painful. Plane crash, so it'd just be like, and then you go to a crowd, right? I always picture a really nice white bed that's Mm -hmm. really comfortable. 
maybe like a Tempur-Pedic mm, yeah. in heaven. Like all white sheets. I think of like really the, uh, soft pillows. Yeah. Like cream cheese, like schmear. You know, it just you know, it goes perfect on a bagel. Oh, yeah. Like you're just in like oh, in yeah. a big schmear. Not low fat, like the regular. No, like the real. Like some almond butter Like schmear. white robes. Like a yeah. whole closet of just white robes. Yeah. Maybe with my initial on it. Mm-hmm. Like it's as soft as like the the Swiffer Ultra Pet Dandrift wipe. Yeah. The thing is the softest thing I've ever felt. Or when you go to the bathroom, it's just like the best poop. Oh, yeah. You know when you really like have life-altering thoughts? Mm Mm-hmm. You're like, I think I just meditated. Yeah. Out of my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, by the way, here's something in the future. I do want to eventually try stand-up. But I don't know if I could do it. I get public speaking fear. I love it, but I get so fearful. I get so afraid, and I yeah. just be like... Uh, sometimes I think I'm funny, and sometimes I don't. I, but I laugh yeah. at my own jokes, so I don't know. Maybe uh, yeah. that's okay, right? Yeah. I feel like the Joker a little bit in mm. the movie where he's sitting there laughing when no one else like, is laughing. Yeah, no one's... Oh, yep. man. Maybe it's just my voices. Could be. I mean, hey, my voices like me. I'll, I laugh at your jokes. Yeah, all right. I think you're funny. We're good. Got one audience. Got one. <laughs> I'm a solid seven here. <laughs> Just bring your girlfriend. Well, she would not. She would not clap for me. She already oh. said so. Well, oh. are we done? Just a couple dudes. Just a couple dudes. Frank Episode nine. Eric Flattiger. Episode nine. We are out. Later, guys.